Uh, we've had 25 years of dealing with them, and we've been failed at every turn, and we don't want them anywhere near this. Meanwhile, the Leveson inquiry ordered by David Cameron into press, police and politicians was underway with some quite compelling revelations. Understandably, since he had been investigating the Daniel Morgan murder, Dave Cook would have been a valuable contributor. But on the eve of becoming a core participant in the inquiry, along with Jackie Hames, something very troubling happened. He was arrested in a dawn raid. Well, you know, you just can't imagine. It's for someone who had done his utmost and really committed so much time and energy, emotional as well as um, professional energy, into trying to solve a case and then to get arrested for trying to do the right thing. Never mind that, you know, you've been spent 30 years of your life trying to do a good job for the public. It was a huge blow. For years, and with official permission, Dave Cook had been briefing journalists on the Daniel Morgan murder. One of his key contacts was Mike Sullivan and The Sun. Sullivan had written two articles which had drawn forward important witnesses. He had also been in conversation with Dave Cook about co-authoring a book. These emails were handed over to the Met as part of Operation Elverdon by News International. This led to Dave Cook's arrest. Here's a tragic paradox. The Met's investigation into the illegal trade of information between journalists and police, Operation Elverdon, had in many ways been prefigured by Dave Cook's work on sudden investigations. And now he was the victim of it. I mean, I was in a state of shock when I mean, he rang me and said he was, you know, he was in custody. I was in complete shock. I mean, his legal advice at the time was that he could well go to prison. The arrest of Dave Cook at precisely this moment is one of the most shocking twists in this phase of the story. Cook's Leveson submission would have detailed all the other criminal activities of News of the World way beyond phone hacking. His sudden silencing must have been very convenient to both the Met and News International. Five years on, he has still not been cleared of these allegations, and that is why he cannot yet appear in this podcast. Derek Haslam, by now another victim of this saga, and another expert on Southern investigations and the dark arts, also offered to assist both the three police investigations and the Leveson inquiry. However, he was also stymied and silenced. On each of those meetings, I was aware at that time the Leveson inquiry was on, and I was aware that a lot of intelligence that I'd submitted to my handers revolved around phone hacking, the newspapers and things like that. So I actually said on all three meetings, it might only be four meetings, I said I do want to see a senior officer who's aware of the role I played. I said I also want assurances that the intelligence that I supplied that might relate to the Levinson inquiry or the three separate inquiries into the press be passed to them. I said because I know, even from my angle, that a lot of that would be relevant to what's being discussed now. Yes, that will happen. Don't you? No need to worry about that. Months later, I asked, I spoke to one of these inquiry teams, the head, and I said, I'm rather worried. I said, I've offered, you know, I've asked for this, these things to happen. I said, no one's ever contacted me. Well, we were told by the DPS that you had no wish to cooperate with us. Laurie Flynn, co-author of Untouchables, sees Haslam Cook, but above all, the Morgan family, 
as campaigners for justice for all of us. Here we are with Derek Haslam, nearly 30 years on from the ruining of his police career, still doing his best to try to tell the truth as he saw it or knew it. Tyranny and injustice perpetrated by the justice system is one of the cruelest tyrannies that you